You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Final day of practice ahead of Sunday's massive game against the Buffalo Bills. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, defensive lineman Chris Jones, and linebacker Anthony Hitchens. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Chris Jones, and we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, you'll hear from Anthony Hitchens. Here's Andy Reid. Okay. Um, uh, other than Fenton, um, everybody else practiced. Um, and Willie was part of that. I know that's where we're going to go here somewhere, but it, it's you don't have to. Uh, he's going to play. He was at practice. Um, uh, look forward to the challenge of playing the Bills. We, we, we know what kind of football team they are. Um, not only for playing them this year, but also the last couple of years. So, uh, and they're well coached and they've got good players and should be a great atmosphere for a football game and with two good football teams playing each other. So with that time, Drew. Go first to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. <clears throat> hey, Andy, on Willie, um, what kind of conversations have you had with him? And can you kind of just explain how you guys arrived at the decision that he'll still play Sunday? Um. Yeah, well, I decided he'd play. I'm, I'm not going to get into the conversations, so I, I'm going to do that. But, um, I I decided that um, after just hearing some of the, the information that I heard. So. Let's go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Coach, uh, reference uh, Clyde Edwards and Larry put in a full practice Wednesday and Thursday. Um, are you comfortable enough to say that he will play Sunday? You know what, Herbie? I haven't met with Rick after this practice yet, so I'm a. I'll get with him. I, you know, I felt comfortable with him practicing today, and he did practice, you know, full speed and all that. So, um, but listen, I, I'm still re- recovering from telling you guys he was going to play last week, so I'm not going to say anything you know, till the fish is in the boat. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Andy, and, and uh, a similar situation, similar question with Daryl Williams. Where do you feel like he is? How did he look in practice today? You feel like he'll be ready to go on Sunday? Yeah, I'll probably tell you the same thing. He moved around good today, but you know, let's just let me let me see how he how he does. He only practiced today, so um, let's see how he does uh, here in the next day. You know, see where he's at. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Coach, this week, uh, Spags and Sean McDermott have talked about how that they really developed a brotherly relationship on your staff in Philly, and Leslie was part of that too, Ron as well. Um, how just special was that group, and, and what is your role in this? You're too too young to be their dad. I mean, are you part of the brotherly group too, or we're, who are you in this metaphor? Thanks. I, you made me feel good. That, I mean, I'm not young anymore. I got it, Matt. Um, I would tell you that uh 
they had great camaraderie amongst them. A lot of times you get a competition where one guy's trying to climb the ladder over another guy, <clears throat> and that's not what they had. I thought Jim Johnson managed it well, and they were lucky to have Jim um, as their uh, mentor there. So, um, and I, I mean, I'd probably tell you that that in a nutshell is, is really what took place. Connects to Sarin Petro. Go Sarin. Coach, uh, running back question for you. I know you've you, you've always said when a guy goes down, it's next man up and next man up mentality. But uh, you got to be aware, obviously, of who's in the game. How much of an adjustment do you have to make? I mean, I, I know you said, well, I don't know how'd you put it. Different flavors. Every running back's got a different flavor. Uh, you know, is a lot of things going on on that headset, play sheet, and everything. Is it you know difficult to? Remember what flavor you, you, you got there and, and where to look? Yeah, what we try to do, Soren, is <clears throat> tame, tame down the plays so they can all go in and do them and then give you the different flavor doing them, you know, whatever their personality or, or ability is, and they kind of put that forward. But that way we don't have to juggle, juggle the plays. And we do the same thing with a tight end position. We do the same thing with wide receiver position. I mean, Tyreek and Kel say come out of the game. I mean, there's times when they <clears throat> rest during the game. So as a play caller, you you got to have the next man up and he's got to go, right? So even though it might be a primary to one of those guys, that guy's got to go and and do his best and, and make the play. So that's how we've kind of handled it. And, uh, you know, the guys understand that. Thanks to Pete Sweeney. Good, Pete. Which I know that the O line has been a, a theme all year. Do you think Mahomes has has reached a point where he's looking as comfortable as he's been uh, with that line all season? How does that kind of help drive you guys? I would tell you yes, Pete. I mean he he's uh, <clears throat> but again every week is a new thing with this with the offensive line. I mean we haven't been at this level, and I I keep saying every game's faster the more you move up in the playoffs. So this is a new level that we'll see. Uh, on Sunday and and um and so let's see how we do uh the guys these guys will you know they're going to play hard um and work well together so I, I look forward to that you know that that part of a growing um with the experience got time for a couple <clears throat> more we'll go Nate and then Harold go ahead, Nate Andy I'm just wondering how much of the experience of playing at least in the AFC Championship game and obviously the Super Bowl the last two years, how much that um, is transferable or how much that can help in a setting where, you know, both teams are, are so close? Yeah, so I, I, it helps with the guys that were here. So the other guys don't know that. You know, they're, they're learning it, uh, but they didn't experience it. So, <clears throat> but I think this time of the year now, they've, they've got a pretty good idea what this is all about. and. Um, the way we go about business and the intensity of whether it's a practice or what we expect out of the game. Um, so I, I think we've worked through some things there and this will be another, another good challenge for us. We'll ask to Harold Coons, but Harold. Hey Andy, two, two questions. One very quick, just want a confirmation if Eric Bienemy did interview at Denver today, because there are reports out that happened. Um, it, it hasn't happened, but it's coming up. How's that? Uh, 
He was at practice, in other words. And gotcha. <clears throat> but you're you're heading in the right direction. It's just a little bit later. Gotcha. Uh, also, the other question I, have, I want to ask you about Travis Kelsey. There's a lot of lists of him in the NFL history books with him and Jerry Rice in the same sentence. Uh, you know, from the beginning of how he's been here to now, and then all the success he's had against the Bills, especially last year's AFC Championship. Just what do you see in the progression of him from you know the, the guy you've the guy you had to someone who's in the same names as a Jerry Rice uh, in, yeah. in the NFL history books? Yeah, it's funny because I I remember going to those practices in San Francisco and watching Jerry when he was his first year and all the hype around him. Um, and then him st- he started off slow and then just exploded and um, in that first year. And so um, Travis has been different. Nobody really knew him coming in. Uh, he wasn't a first round pick. He was, kid out of Cincinnati he was a different position he's not really a hyped position per se and but to watch him grow I think has been fun for all of us um I, and you know wow has he grown I mean it's it's uh in a lot of ways I think you guys know that I mean he, not only as a man but also as a football player and uh, you know just he's a good person he's a good leader he's been voted team captain for the playoffs here for the last four years or five years, whatever it is. So, I mean, that, that kind of says it all. Hey, Chris, um, Hitch was just telling us about how when you go up against Josh, you kind of just have to adjust your eyes to him because that's not something you see every week. How did you guys do that on the practice field this week? I mean, you know, did, did you guys have somebody else, you know, kind of filling in a scout team quarterback to kind of give you a different look this week? Um. I think that's more so for the defense. I mean, the the DBs and the linebackers. You know, they run a lot of motions. Um, eye candy can get you. They run a lot of RPO. So, with them, the eyes are important for us. It's about setting the line of strip. I mean, scrimmage and um, containing a guy like that. He's very explosive on the run. But not only he's explosive on the run, he's hard to tackle. Um, he can throw seventy yards on the run. So you know, you gotta as a defensive line, you gotta try to contain him and eliminate those type of plays. Let's go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Chris, how you doing this afternoon? I'm good. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm well, thanks. Obviously, you didn't play in week five, uh, but when you look back and watch that game, how much did it hurt you that you were not on that field to help uh, the Chiefs defense against the Bills? Yeah, it's very emotional when, you, um, when you're not playing, regardless of who you're playing, especially big games like that. So, you know, I went back and viewed the game um, a couple of times and see um, what type of adjustments we could have made and where I would have been on certain plays and try to make sure that, um, that um, this game coming up, that I can be effective in some type of way on our critical mistakes we made last game. Go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Chris, one thing about the the Spags defense is it you know really likes to rotate you guys along the defensive line. How much do you think that 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 helps you as maybe uh, compared to if you were playing like ninety percent, hundred percent of the snaps in the game? I think um, I get a credit to Coach Reed and Brett Veach bringing in uh, a lot of quality guys that we don't have to play eighty and ninety percent of the plays. Um, you know, we can play fast, physical. Um, but rotational guys, you know what I mean? So I don't have to feel like I had to take 100% of the plays and fourth quarter, I'm dead. So it's good for, it's good for, especially the D-line. 
with the rotation we have. We got a lot of quality guys in the room that's where that we feel comfortable with, that we're able to rotate and keep guys fresh, you know, especially chasing a guy like Josh Allen, who loves to run, who loves to get outside of the pocket. What we're trying to do in this defensive scheme. So I think it's good for um, the defense all around. Let's connect with Steve Walls. Good, Steve. Hey, Chris, what's happening, big guy? All is good, Steve. How you doing? Good, man. Hey, uh, Hitch compared Josh Allen to Cam Newton. I know you played Cam before. Um, do, you, do you agree with that? And I have a follow-up to this as well. I'm not good with comparisons. Uh, Josh Allen is Josh Allen. You know, um, he's a dynamic dual threat quarterback who has a strong arm, who, who, who can flick it in uh, any type of way. Um, he can get the ball where it needs to go. He's, uh, he's explosive, especially getting outside of the pocket. He always keeps his eyes downfield, um, hard to bring now. Um, can fit the ball in very tight spaces, you know. And um, uh, to me, a top top five, top three quarterback in this league right now. So he's playing some good ball. Changed the uh, dynamic of the Buffalo Bills. So that's what we're going up against. And I know at the end of the day, uh, what people think about your defense doesn't really matter, right? On the outside of the Chiefs, doesn't really matter. But uh, do, do you feel like you guys, are still getting slept on as far as uh, you're not getting the respect you deserve? Man, listen, we're in the playoffs. I don't care about what nobody say about this defense. You know what I mean? The, um, the most important thing right now is the guys in this room believing in each other, believing in one another that we can go out and we can play our best ball and put ourselves in the best position. But what, it, what anybody else got to say about us doesn't matter. You know, you know, we done fought a lot of adversity this year whether it's with defense, offense, people talk. And that what sells tickets, that what <laughs> television ratings go up. You know, people talk, so they have to do their job. But what's the main important thing right now for us is to worry about us, what we can control, and worry about um, playing the Buffalo Bills. Last two will go Seren and then Matt. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, two quick ones for you, Chris. Just first of all, the, the playoff game, I don't know if you played a game in between, but the playoff game got a little chippy. Uh, at the end between you guys on the D line and, and their O line. Is this, you know, maybe the 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 highest intensity you've got for an opponent out there because you've seen each other so much and you're both good teams? Well, especially in the playoffs, the intensity is already high. You know, um, you know, the, we never planned for it to get chippy. It was just the emotion of game, you know, two teams battling, competing for a spot of the AFC championship. It tends to get like that when you have two competitors battling. So, you know, I take nothing from that that was last year. You know, they have a different mentality. They're a different team this year. And um, we're a different team since um, the first five weeks. So, you know, it's going to be a heck of a game. It's a battle and I'm excited. When you got here, you, you guys were looking up at the, the Patriots. They were kind of the big dog. That that role's kind of flipped. That's the Kansas City Chiefs now, back-to-back AFC uh, championships and a, and a world championship in there as well. Do, do you feel Did you feel that shift, that dynamic change along the way that you guys are now the team that everybody looks up to? And is it is it harder to, to play with that pressure on your shoulders? Oh, it's no pressure, man. Uh, we have fought. We have fought to where we are today, you know, as adversity. I don't think we look at ourselves as the team to be or the best team in AFC. We look at ourselves as fighting for a position to compete, fighting for a position to be an AFC championship and maybe a championship. So anything outside of that, you know, it's irrelevant right now, especially coming up playing an important game. Um, just our focus point is on Buffalo Bills. We're not really focused on, you know, anything else. We worry about the Buffalo Bills and keep this thing going. And last to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. 
Hey, Chris, uh, same question for me this week as last week, but the crowd always seemed to help you guys last week. What's your message to the, to the crowd this Let's week? Let's go! You know my message. Um, I got to give a huge shout out to the crowd. Um, Chiefs fans, um, you guys were ecstatic. I love you guys. Uh, can't wait to see you guys. I'm super excited. Um, we're back in Chiefs kingdom. I got to watch my language. I don't want to get found, but I love you guys. Let's go. Stack Nation! Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You just heard from Andy Reid and Chris Jones. Now we'll finish things up with Anthony Hitchens. Hey, Anthony, when uh, when you guys are preparing to face Josh Allen, he does a lot of damage with his legs. He did a nice job against you guys last time on the ground. Is it is it more about design runs with him, or is it the scramble stuff that can be more dangerous? To be honest, it's both. Uh, the guy's great with his legs, but, you know, most quarterbacks are great with their legs. Like, it's usually – faster, smaller guys like Lamar Jackson, where once you get a hold of him, you can get him down. This guy's a little different. Uh, he's a, like a big tight end running the ball, you know? So, uh, yeah, both. We just got to be smart about our rush lanes. Uh, if we're blitzing, make sure we keep him contained. And his runs do show up on critical downs. I mean, uh, I think he's their best player over there. So, I mean, fourth down on critical downs, what you do, you put the ball in your, your best player's hands. So that's where his quarterback design runs show up. So, I mean, we got things for that. We all, we all aware of that, uh, to be honest, when we played them earlier, we're definitely not the same team. Uh, I mean, they got better. We got better. So, I mean, it's going to be a dogfight, and that's what we're uh, looking forward to getting into. Let's go next to Serene Petro. Go ahead, Serene. <clears throat> Brad, I've got a follow-up as well. Uh, along the running uh, question Todd just asked you, Anthony, last five or six games have really got the running backs going, right? That was something that they weren't really doing in the first part of the year. How much – uh, has Singletary maybe made this assignment tougher this time than it was even last time? Yeah, uh, I think that they do a good job of, uh, you know, sharing their carries uh, between 20 and 26 and uh, Josh Allen 17. So they do a good job with those three guys and just sharing the ball and uh, getting different guys. And I think it's an element to uh, feeding a hot hand. Uh, Singletary's been hot lately. Uh, they've been feeding them. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to have to stop the run and make them one-dimensional and make them just pass the ball. Uh, yeah, I know Josh Allen's a great quarterback and he can throw it, but we our chances increase when we make it one-dimensional. And then beyond the obvious of, of guys getting back, I know like when you played this game the first time, no Chris Jones, no Melvin Ingram, he hadn't been acquired, no no Charvarius Ward. Uh, you got you got some guys healthy and you guys started playing your best defense. Did, did you feel that there was anything else schematically, mindset-wise, what it was, and 
has that maybe slipped a little bit with some of the games where you guys have been hit for more yards here down the stretch? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, we're a whole different team. Uh, yes, we had players down and things like that, but we're just a whole different team, uh, not even just on a defensive end, often special teams and the way we've been playing. So, uh, and, and the way we look at it, this is a whole new ball game. This is one game season. Uh, whatever happened in the past don't matter, win or lose. Uh, all that matters is what happened on Sunday. So, yeah, uh, we're all preparing, you know, to play our best ball. And as long as we play our best ball, it give, give us a great chance of winning this game. So I think we'd be all right. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Anthony, is there somebody you can compare Josh Allen to in your time in the NFL as sort of that kind of dual threat quarterback, um, the way he runs the ball? I know Lamar Jackson can run it also, but uh, a way different style than Josh Allen. So is there somebody Allen kind of reminds you of in that regard? Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe closer to probably like the Cam Newton, the body type, uh, the design of quarterback runs, can throw the ball a mile in the air. Uh, smart players, uh, you know, being able to read defense and when to tuck it and things like that. So I, when Cam Newton was rolling for those years, man, I, I think this is a perfect example uh, or identical player uh, to that skill set. So, yeah, I played Cam Newton a couple of times. I played Josh Allen a couple of times. They're very similar. But at the end of the day, uh, football is football. You got to make a team one-dimensional, stopping the run, making a quarterback just drop back. And when everyone knows it's pass, it's a little easier. So uh, that's that's our job to do with our, our front seven and eight. Serena, I think I missed your follow-up there. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, just uh, Willie Gay, obviously, he's had a tough week. Uh, I just want to know, it's in your room, and, you know, have you reached out to him? He he expressed on, on social media earlier this year that, you know, maybe he was hurting and, and talked about mental health. And so I'm just curious uh, where you think he's at, and, and have you reached out to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always here for Willie. He knows that. Uh, I've been telling him that since he got drafted here. Uh, I was one of the first guys that even texted him then. Uh, yeah, I'm always here for him and everybody else in this locker room. Uh, no one's perfect, not even myself. I have issues myself sometimes. and Just got to know uh, who to talk to and how to cope with them. And, and it's part of growing up. Uh, you know, we kind of get a little blind when we just in these buildings all day and try to get out there in the real world. It's not the same, you know. So it's a part of growing with everybody and uh, I mean, he's a, he's a good dude, good heart, uh, comes to work. Uh, he means good, you know. So we're just going to just keep going and learning and, uh, you know, just trying to be the best people we trying to, uh, could, could be. Last two will go Matt, Derek, and then Pete. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Hitch, um, like you mentioned, you guys actually made some pretty good in-game adjustments against Josh that first game with some of those design runs after the first couple of drives. What, what is it? What kind of adjustments do you have to make against Josh, especially, you know, just as far as, this is not a kind of quarterback you see every week. How about just adjusting your eyes and really getting a feel for it? Yeah, you said it right there. Uh, it's our eyes. Uh, to be honest, uh, we put a couple more things in to, to, to stop those design runs. But uh, at the first game, I just think it was the first time we kind of seen it. Uh, so I don't think we really adjusted much. It just we got our eyes right. Uh, a lot of guys are going with the jet sweeps and offset backs while the pullers are going the other way. So we just seen it. That was the first time seeing it. So we had time to go on the side on and adjust. And I just, I just think that's why our group is so special. Uh, we can adjust on the fly, halftime, in between drives. So that's what we did. So whatever we did to adjust, I'm not going to get too deep into it. We just got to carry that on to the start of the game so they can't get rolling uh, soon as the ball kicked off. Let's go ask Pete Sweeney. Go Pete. Hey, Anthony, thanks for doing this. Uh, it sounds like the week five game film has been been something that you guys have, have 
dove into quite a bit this week. How true is that? And then with uh, Steve Spagnolo, I, I know that you you guys are, are very close. What has been the overall message? Has it been limiting explosive plays, better in the red zone? I, I know those have been past themes, but what has been the theme for you guys focusing uh, this week? Yeah, uh, two things on that. The first thing is uh, we gave up explosive passes in a pass game last time. Uh, I think it was like two or three, like over like 40 yards or so or 50 yards. So uh, we cut down on that. You know, that could be a different ball game. And for me personally, I didn't go back too much and watch the week. I think you said week five game. Uh, it's just because we, we are a different team. Uh, we run in different things. Uh, we were still filling our team out, our defense out, seeing what we, we can get away with, what can we be aggressive with. And some of those calls on that day, we don't even run anymore. So uh, it was tough for me to go back and watch a full game. I usually do. But uh, this week, I was just focusing on their, their core concepts in a run game and a pass game and focusing on, you know, my reads and myself more than uh, going back and looking at the game. Our calls are way different from week five. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.